Welcome back to part two of Lex Rex, The Inhumanity of Humanism. In part two of this program, Pastor Carter tells us the identity of Lex Rex. What can stand against the propaganda of politically correct behavior in our societies? Who can bring the voice of reason, hope, and clarity to a confused world? How do we fight the agenda of atheism and the death of God before it leads to the death of man? Here is Pastor John Carter to answer all these questions. Has humanism taken over everything? What about art and culture? Wayne, these are great questions you're asking me. Look at modern art. No rules. Completely bizarre. Mind at the end of its tether. Look at punk rock. Uh, listen, listen to it. No, 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 don't listen to it. But if you do listen to it, the hopelessness, the despair, the violence, the putting down of women. You see, Darwin, without trying to do so, Charles Darwin, who wanted to be an Anglican pastor, through the doctrine of evolution, did away with God. Nietzsche seized upon the idea and made the bold proclamation, God is dead. You know, his big fan, don't you? Nietzsche. Well, the young people in the universities know, mum and dad, grandpa, grandma, they know. Hitler just loved Nietzsche. He embraced the teachings of Darwinism and, and Nietzsche and it spawned the Third Reich. People say, is, is this really? Yes, it is true. Now today we have, we think we've got rid of the Nazis and these terrible dictatorships, but we're breeding uh, humanists. And humanists are destroying America and your children exactly the same as the humanists destroyed Russia and murdered 70 or 80 million innocent people. How do I know? Because I've been to those places. I've seen the results of humanism. This is the truth. Who is this Lex Rex you keep teasing us with? But I'm going to get to him soon. Lex Rex, he's the hope of civilization. The hope of your family, the hope of your, your country, the hope of the Senate, the Congress, the White House. But they don't seem to be listening, do they? Lex Rex, Latin, Lex, law, Rex, king. The law is king. What does it mean? Well, I'll talk about it as we go along. But let me tell you this. The greatest threat to the nation of the United States of America, don't want to offend anybody, but I'm going to tell it to you, the greatest threat, threat is ignorance. Many pe most, most people, even Christians, are not aware of what is happening today in the schools. They're not aware of this all-pervading philosophy that has overtaken the government. 
the tens of millions of babies that have been killed. The depreciation of the value of human beings. So we we see today the reign of this new philosophy and we see young people filled with despair. You see, the the death of hope leads to the hope for death. I was in Moscow when communism was collapsing and a man came up to me out of this big crowd of people and he said in English, this is the hell we have created. Humanism, atheism created a hell. And now we're we're swallowing the same poison. Hey, maybe not communism, but we're swallowing the same poison that spawned uh, communism, Nazism and everything else, humanism, no God, and man is the center of things. Believe me, this is the truth. This is the new religion. This explains all things. Why are our cities burning in America? Why the lawlessness? Why the anarchy? Why the craziness? Why the violence? Well, the death of God always leads to the death of man. And humanism has got rid of God. And the great purveyors of this spiritual evil are the great educational institutions and the great media networks. That's why we need Lex Rex. But he's coming. He's coming to save us. What is causing the world to lose hope? Well, I've been making a lot of promises, haven't I, Wayne? (laughs) I've been talking to you about the need for Lex Rex. I've been talking about the great new religion that is sweeping the world. Now, because of the COVID crisis, I am now marooned here in Australia in this house here. We're doing this program because we're not going to have our voices silenced. But Australia has successfully dealt largely with the COVID-19 crisis. God help us. But the vaccinations are terribly slow. And because the vaccinations have been terribly slow, the borders are sealed. So I'm trying to get back. We're trying to get back. But you can't do what you can't do. And sometimes you just got to say, I'm going to leave it in the hands of God. We can fuss and we can fret and I do that on occasions, but I've just got to leave it in the hands of God and believe that God is going to show us and God is going to help us because we believe in God. We believe in the providence of God. We believe, listen to me, we believe in the Lordship of Christ. That's why I'm so much opposed to this humanism. That's why I'm so much opposed to what's happening in the schools. That's why my heart is just bleeding when I I meet so many young people and they've got no purpose, got no meaning in their lives. That's what they've been taught. I know of a young man who went to Sydney University and his professor taught him this. He said, the only decision you've got to make is this, get up in the morning. He said, what do you do with the rest of your life? 
and the rest of your day, it doesn't matter at all. Because there's no right and there's no wrong, there's no up and there's no down. All you got to do is get up in the morning. That's what was, he was taught in Sydney University. And Sydney University echoes what is being taught in every other university like Oxford University, Harvard University, Princeton University. I've spoken to so many of the, of the students who come out of these places. They go in with relatively pure minds that their minds are filled with the poison of hopelessness, the poison of humanism. You see, the Christian principle is this, and I, I've spent my life teaching this. I know what I'm talking about. The Christian principle is this, that there is a God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We came from the hand of God. Man is distinct and glorious, as they once used to say. Man is made in the image of God. God created man in his own image. Male and female, he created them. That's what he did. Male and female. Hey, that's getting old-fashioned, isn't it? Humanism starting to teach now. Hey, yes, there's male and female, but there's everything in between. And how many sexes are there? Hey, little boys don't know if they're little boys anymore. Little girls don't know if they're little girls anymore. And men are becoming women. Women are becoming men. You got everything in between. There is this great confusion. It's like the Tower of Babel. You know what Babel means, don't you? It means confusion, Babylon, Babel. You talk about a babble of voices. Babble, babble, babble. That's what's happening in the world today. There's confusion. The Tower of Babel occurred when men got away from God and they said, we're going to build us a big tower up to heaven and we're going to be God. And when man put himself in the place of God, Wayne and my distinguished audience, when man put himself in the place of God, man committed suicide. And that's why we've got this pandemic of drug taking. Why not? There's no purpose. There's no meaning. As one man once said to me, I might as well just kill myself. But he said, I'm afraid to do it. Humanism. Okay. I told you I'm going to tell you about Lex Rex. Okay, I think the time has come. You ready for it? Lex is Latin for law. Rex is Latin for king. Lex Rex means the law is the king. You see, a few hundred years ago in Europe and Great Britain and other countries, they believed that the king was the law. The government was the law. They called it the divine right of kings. The Americans said after a bit, we've had enough of this stuff. You see, they, all, all these nations were ruled, and, and the Russians and everybody, by, by the concept of Rex Lex. Don't want to make this too difficult. Rex, the king is the law. 
The government is the law. The Supreme Court is the law. Man is the law. You're the law. But then there came along a preacher. Some preachers have been rather pesky fellows because they've stirred up society. This man was Samuel Rutherford. Remember that name, Samuel Rutherford, the Dean of St. Andrew's University in Scotland. King Charles tried to impose papal rule upon the nation. He taught, did King Charles, all the British kings and everybody else. Rex, Lex, the king talks, that's the law. And so this Samuel Rutherford, um, a minister of the gospel and a Protestant, you need to understand this, he was a Protestant. He said, no, 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 Lex, Rex, the law is the king. And when he said the law, he meant the law of God. The law of God is the king. Well, that got people very, very mad. His book, Lex Rex, was burned in Scotland and England and the only thing that stopped him from being put to death was that he died of natural causes before they could come and take him away. But listen to this. I want you to hear this. The philosophy contained in that book, the truth, Lex Rex, the law of God is the king, it got over to America. And it was the inspiration for the founding of the United States of America. What's happened to us, folks? Were the founding fathers of America unbelievers and humanists? It is a big, big lie. Did I make that plain? The founding fathers of the United States of America were believers in God. They were not humanists, the very opposite. Let me read to you. The Declaration of Independence, we ought to know it off by heart. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. America started with belief in God. Don't believe the lie that these people were not believers. They were believers. The Creator has given us these rights. Lex Rex. George Washington said, the father of the nation, while we are zealously performing the duties of good citizens and soldiers, we certainly ought not to be inattentive to the higher duties of religion, to the, to the distinguished character of patriot. It should be our higher glory to add the more distinguished character of Christian. Above patriotism, said George Washington, the father of the nation, Above patriotism is Christianity. Lex, Rex, God's law is the king. Thomas Jefferson, 
the third distinguished president of the United States of America said this, God who gave us life gave us liberty. And can the liberties of a nation be thought secure when we have removed their only firm basis, a conviction in the minds of the people that their liberties are the gift of God? That's what we're doing now. We're crucifying God with humanism. That they are not to be violated, but with his wrath. Indeed, I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just that is, justice cannot sleep forever. The American Constitution, the American nation was based upon belief in God. That's why America was different from most. A letter written by John Page to Thomas Jefferson in 1776, after the signing of the Declaration of Independence, wrote, An angel rides in the whirlwind. George Bush quoted this at his inauguration. An angel rides in the whirlwind and directs the storm. He believed, my friend, in the providence of God. They believed in Lex Rex, not the rule of earthly kings. God's law is king. That is the foundation stone of America and that's why we must resist the new tyranny. So, the first Americans did believe in Lex Rex and that the law of God was the king. The early Americans had escaped tyranny. They were not going to accept the divine right of kings. They believed in setting up a government that believed... Uh, in the supremacy of God. That God was the great lawgiver. That authority goes to God, not to any individual. They founded a new nation on the foundation that God is the supreme authority. Now listen to this. Not the president, not the Supreme Court, not the U.S. Senate, not the Congress. Not the governor, but the supreme authority ultimately is God. John Hancock, the first signer of the Declaration of Independence said, resistance to tyranny becomes the Christian and social duty of each individual. Continue steadfast with a proper sense of your dependence on God. Nobly defend those rights which heaven gave and no man or to take from us. So I say, Lex Rex. The law is the king. With Danny Shelton, I had the privilege of talking to Governor Boris Nemtsov years ago when he was governor of the great province of Nizhny Novgorod. We were under threat and persecution from the state church. I don't believe in a theocracy. I don't believe in a state church. You're listening to me? but I still believe in the great authority of God. I said to the governor, Governor Nemtsov, you don't give the Russian people freedom. God gives the Russian people freedom. It is your responsibility as the governor to recognize what God has given them. 
Authority comes not from the government. It comes from God. Lex Rex. The law is the king. Are you listening to me? What will happen if we give in to humanism? Now let me make this very plain. I don't believe in a theocracy. Neither does the Constitution. Look at the First Amendment. We ought to know the First Amendment off by heart. Congress shall make no law concerning the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise of that religion. We don't believe in a theocracy. But having said that, as Americans, we believe in the sovereignty of God, that freedom flows to the people, not from the Supreme Court and not from the Senate and certainly not from the White House. Our freedoms flow from God. Lex Rex, Lex the law, Rex the king. The law is the king. Now, what are the alternatives? Well, humanism and lawlessness. Humanism and broken homes and broken hearts. Look at America. Humanism and hopelessness. Humanism and suicide. Look at the suicide rates. Humanism and despair. When are we going to wake up? Humanism and the new tyranny. When the humanists get in charge, they take away our freedoms. They're doing it now. Humanism and the deaths of millions of babies. They're doing it. Humanism and intolerance. Think of the lack of freedom of speech on the campuses of U.S. universities and colleges. You couldn't give this speech uh, on the campus of, or the campuses of many U.S. universities because the humanists are so totally intolerant. They do believe in freedom of speech for themselves. Not for you, not for me. Humanism brings about the destruction of the home. Humanism brings about persecution. Rex Lex, the state is the ultimate authority. The Supreme Court is the final word. And that leads to the mark of the beast. It's already happening. Are we going to be coerced with our beliefs by human authority or shall we follow God? You get it? Does the Bible describe the condition of the world as we see it today? What can we do to make things better? What we should do, Wayne and ladies and gentlemen, is turn to God and trust in God and not put our faith in any human authority and stand up against humanism. And let me read you a text out of the Bible. Isaiah 48, 17 to 19. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. Oh, that you had heeded my commandments, then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your descendants also would have been like the sand and the offspring of your body like the grains of sand. His name would not have been cut off nor destroyed from before me. Listen to me, my friend. 
our hope, our security is in God. Trust in God. Belief in God. Obedience to the Ten Commandments. Not humanism, my friend. Let us resist humanism. Let us resist this cancer that is destroying America. Let us stand up for God. Let us stand up for Jesus. Let us stand up for the commandments. Yes, let us stand up for the Bible. Let us stand up for the home. Let us stand up for our children. Lex, Rex. God's law is the king. Amen and amen. The world has changed. COVID with its deviance and variance has brought havoc into our lives. It has reminded us that we're all connected. What we do has a direct impact on others all over the globe. Millions of cases have been reported, with death and destruction in many places like India and Cuba are simply too many to count. Some people are struggling to get a vaccine, while others just don't want to get vaccinated. Is it fear? We take vaccines for many things, like malaria, the flu, shingles, and pneumonia. If there is a vaccine shortage, they must get to everyone, and soon. We've learned a lot about viruses, but we don't know the future of this one yet. This virus is still on the run. So we must be diligent and smart. COVID will come to your door. Someone you know will be infected. You do not want to be the cause of their suffering. If your doctor tells you to get the vaccine, then get it. You will help your friends, your family, and people all over the world feel less afraid. The Carter Report is so thankful for your prayers and support in these extraordinary times. Through these programs, we continue to reach out to those in need. We ask you, our dear ones listening today, in God's grace, be responsible, be fearless, be vaccinated, The Carter Report has a new weekly updated message for you from Pastor Carter. This update is not available on your normal broadcast station. It is only available on your favorite streaming device. Roku, Amazon Fire, YouTube, Apple TV, Vimeo, our podcast, The Carter Report website. Also, the official Carter Report mobile app. You receive these additional weekly updates only by streaming. They are not available through your broadcast station. Pastor Carter updates crucial issues happening in our world every week. The most current events facing each and every one of us are explored in a new light. Get your exclusive new weekly updates through the Carter Report app, only available on your streaming device. Find out now what important stories are included in this week's update. For a 
copy of today's program, please contact us at P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. Or in Australia, contact us at P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. This program is made possible through the generous support of viewers like you. We thank you for your continued support. May God richly bless you.